Well, here we are, another episode of Dorks R Us. This is going to be a fun show. We're talking about Spider-Man, the Far From Home trailer. Also, Ghostbusters, what the hell? Out of nowhere this came, and uh, this is going to be an awesome show. We're going to dive deep into both of those topics. But before we get into all that, here's the intro. This is Anthony Michael Hall, and you're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. My friend's going to show you what entertainment's all about, baby. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Uh, yeah, we're I was live. waiting for that. We are alive, but not alive. <laughs> okay, here we are with us today. We have James. Yeah, uh, Sony uh, wants to make decent movies now. Oh. Yo, yo. Hey, everybody. I, I'm not going to make any comments until we get really into it. <laughs> uh, Alex. Sony makes some good films, but don't trust them. <laughs> Venom was good. Uh, and our good friend Tim. It's so glad we don't get Venom in the MCU now because of the... <laughs> God damn it, Leo. <laughs> hey, yeah, okay. Tim Jones from Sour Graves Comics. Thank you for joining us, Tim. I had a Sony Walkman. Oh. Just like Star Wars. We're talking about Sony, so I (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Far From Home and Ghostbusters, what do you want to start with? Venom, you can't do it anymore. You can't have it in the MCU because now Sony's making films out of it. Don't you want Venom to be in the MCU? No. You you shut shut up, yo-yo. You don't know. (laughs) You're wrong. <laughs> okay, so obviously we're probably going to start with Spider-Man. Uh, so uh, what would happen if uh, I know I'm going to get so much hate from this, especially, you know, like Wolfie and Kevin because, you know, Disney owns everything. But what if Disney bought Sony? Um, then they wouldn't be allowed to do that because of Monopoly. Oh, be a ghost we, they, a, we got to also the there would be a Ghostbusters theme park if that happened. <laughs> we 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 have a uh, open government. They can just pay some lobbyists and get it done. So, oh hey, come on, dude! Capitalism, <laughs> yeah, capitalism prevails. Yes. It's like candy that cuts my hands. Yay! <laughs> oh, um, oh, what was that, Charlie the Unicorn? Were you doing that voice? <laughs> Yeah, no. basically. No, I was just talking. Oh. My normal voice is messed up. I have to put on a, a deeper voice to seem normal. Okay, so, um, so talk about spaghetti pizza now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had an awesome discussion about spaghetti pizza before we started recording. Uh, it, it sounds disgusting, but it's absolutely amazing. Uh, no one said it sounds disgusting. You're judging yourself way too hard. Hey, I I tell people about it, and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So anyway, spaghetti pizza, great. Oh, what the fuck? 
So what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? The listeners don't know what a spaghetti pizza is. What's the ingredients? Okay, so it's it's a pizza crust and uh, a nice uh, pizza uh, um, sauce, then a nice thick layer of spaghetti, and then you top that with heavy mozzarella. Have them bake it a little extra so it's like a nice hard top, and it's to die for. Absolutely amazing. Why would you, you use a pizza sauce? Uh, you need a fork and a spoon so you could twirl it? Uh, no, no, no. It, it's it's like all in, it it like stays together pretty well. Is it kind of deep dish? Uh, it's a Greek place. It's not really deep dish. It's not. Okay. It's not thin why crust a, either. Why a pizza sauce though? Well, they got a pizza sauce, and then within the spaghetti is a little bit of spaghetti sauce as well. I would but, just but, use some spaghetti sauce. I I know, but they're it's it's a really great. It's gr- like make a nice homemade. Like tomato-based yes, but... spaghetti sauce. It, 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 I'm just saying it. Was, it sounds good. I'm just saying pizza sauce isn't working. Okay, next time you're down this way, yo yo, I'll I'll bring you. Uh, it reminds me of and I'll tell two. them to their face. It reminds <laughs> me of spaghetti sauce. Used to that... deliver pizzas. Anyway, about uh, Spider Man. Yes, yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> hey, Spider Man delivered pizza once. Yeah. Exactly. I'm segueing. Okay. <laughs> so so Spider Man Far From Home. Um, trailer dropped and uh, it gave as far as we know gave away no information about infinity war it did kind of but then yeah the internet goes hold on the the internet goes crazy about like all these spoilers that were hidden in it so what what spoilers (laughs) were given away in this i think Uh, there's one line that kind of might have uh might be a clue to some stuff that happens because there's a line in the trailer that Happy says to Peter, you're all alone. They're, they're, yeah, they're saying that, and they're also taking into account the way he saddenly looks at the Spider-Man outfit that Stark gave him, and then that is proof that Tony Stark dies in Infinity War. Well, yeah, I've seen that too, and I've Not seen that if you, if, you look at, if you look at the check that Happy's holding, it's signed by Pepper Potts, that was the Tony other thing, Stark. Yeah. yeah. But again, it, and then that that was debunked being like, well, Tony Stark isn't in charge of the foundation. Exactly. Pepper is. So like, why would yeah. Tony's name be on the check? Like, well, so I mean, I I think at this point in time, I mean, Kevin Feige even said, you know, the big debate that came up during the conversation is when in the timeline does this happen? Could this happen before the events of? Um, Infinity War because you could say like oh that's why he's on the bus he's coming back from the airport from this trip you know yeah. you know overseas and that's why you know Nick Fury is where it is but Kevin Feige said this happens takes place minutes after the end of Avengers 4 oh, wow. so this is picked up right after the end of the end game yeah. so I mean of course they're going to be very subtle on what happens mm-hmm. and they're going to kind of pick it up as it is oh, totally. and you can kind of how much of this is going to be like another one of those red herrings they like to do exactly that's true that's true because they did they purposely make sure that the date the year was not on the passport well it's also because Marvel doesn't want I think Marvel doesn't want another continuity error like they did in Homecoming they uh, originally mm. one of the screenshots I saw it said oh one, so I'm playing Peter Parker's eighteen. Well, but, well, also with that in this case, like I said, I just think Marvel's smart enough now not to put like set dates because yeah, their fans are too much of um, nerds. What do you mean? Um, what do you mean yeah, by that? So, but like you know, because how much flack did they take for the events? You know, the eight years later thing after the Battle of New York. If Battle of New York happened in 2012. You know, so you're telling me Homecoming happens in 2020? Yeah, that was bullshit. 
but like so like they are they've already had to go back and like retcon their timeline because they couldn't do math right in homecoming <laughs> so i think because of that they're very hesitant about giving times i mean that's why i think marvel came out with their official mcu timeline you know to kind of put everything up being like between the end of civil war and the beginning of infinity war it's two years and you get that with ant-man and ant-man confirms that you know he was under house arrest for two years you know and explains a little bit more and you know all those different like linear timelines so it could be marvel just not playing into that and being like this is yeah. what we're going to cover just because but, I mean, or you don't know if after the infinity war after Endgame, the the snap drops them back before the events of infinity war so like the the events of what's Infinity the time never between happened. um age of ultron and civil war yeah i think it's like they said it's like a year to 18 months or something like that because it's it's four it's four or five years from avengers to infinity war 2017 ish is where infinity 2017 or 2018 is where infinity war happens so infinity mm-hmm. war is current day or roughly current day. So you're saying there's about two years between, like a year between Civil War and um, two years, you say two years between um, Age of Ultron and Civil War. No, Civil War, between Civil War and Infinity War, it's two years. No, Age of Ultron and Civil War. That's what I want to know. Yeah, I could see, I, I think it's like two years or so because they say like, because so Doctor there's Strange. There's an error right there then. Because Why? in Ragnarok, Bruce Ragnarok, like, he's been gone for two years. Two years, yeah. But Ragnarok happens after happens during that same timeline between Civil War and um, Infinity War, because basically but, they're saying he disappeared. Why, why he disappeared at the end, uh, end of Age of Ultron, though. Dude, I don't know. Like, I want to be in the boardroom meeting when they're coming up with this shit. I just want. <laughs> And I want, want to see the graphs and all the other shit, like. But yo, yo, oh and, yeah, he was. Uh, oh, shit. And if I wanted to be that nerd, <laughs> we about him. if I want to be that nerd, I could be like, well, time is different when you're closer you get to a sun because of like you know interstellar. How many years was Doctor Strange with the mom? You know what I mean. You know how long was he in there for? <laughs> but like I said, but, but but see, like like I said, that's where I think Marvel Marvel doesn't want to attach dates to anything unless they really have to. Because they've been doing such a great job yeah. of keeping everything lined up. And speaking of Far From Home, did you see what was on his suitcase? It said BFP, meaning yes. bigger fucking Parker. So there's confirmed a larger Peter Parker walking around. You yep, know, he took his suitcase, yep. bigger fucking Parker. We all know what that means. It means there's going to be a giant Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> is is it going to be the Spider-Man with the, the real spider arms? Yes, that's confirmed. Oh. I read it on Reddit. Yeah. Man spider. Uh, red, yeah. Big red, ass. Well, <laughs> you know what I noticed on the um on the passport um August tenth. And that's the date that Amazing Fantasy was released. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. how about that? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think so. I have a poster here, though. Cool? Looking at it. Uh, so, so you're referencing the uh, his passport and August 10th being his birth date. That is awesome. That, that is. August 10th. Yeah, I looked it up, and it's right. Yep. Oh wow. 
They, I had it on so, my wall. That's why I looked over. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to backtrack a second, talking about you know all, all these sites uh, saying, uh, you know, matter of fact, it says Tony Stark's sad end and five other spoilers dropped in Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Uh, that's uh, one of my articles on my uh, friggin' uh, Reddit. Google Pixel. No, you know, on the Google, you can s- swipe to the left, and then it gives you your personalized stories. Uh, but you never, never swipe left. Yeah. From never swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's stories like this that you know I I know is great uh, PR for the movies, but you know you get people like this and Emergency Awesome that you know blow these trailers up when you know we should just enjoy it it's cool to pick out some of the stuff but you know to speculate you know oh tony stark is dead just from you know really nothing is i find it a bit silly i also think they're doing a really great job because ever since chris evans dropped that like oh that was good in the last film it's like that could also be another ploy to be like well, really, who is going and who isn't? Who's coming back and who is not? Yeah, we don't because know. We're, we're not going to know. I don't think Tony Stark's dead. I agree. Yeah. I don't I really think don't. so. I think it's more than a likelihood. And plus, everything we're saying is completely, you know, just opinions and who knows. Is that I truly think that Bucky's probably going to be the replacement Captain America, possibly. I think that's more than likely to. Well, Sebastian saw that. said that at Civil War is he signed a seven picture deal where they basically said he's becoming Captain America at one point. So, I mean, I, I yeah, but he's unstable. But th- but did they tell Anthony Mackie the same thing? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know because. You'll be you'll be Captain America at one point. No, you'll I. I, I <laughs> well, the, the, the only Look reason. The only reason I say that, like, <laughs> the only reason I can see that happening is because they've already kind of teased it a little bit more than they have with Falcon. In Falcon, in Falcon being captain is a newer thing than Bucky being captain, who was a little bit more, not by much, but a couple of years before Falcon became captain. So it's like, who who, but, who is Marvel yeah. going to bet on? And right now, Sebastian Shaw has a longer contract. Well, also, yeah, but, if you really want to argue... been around longest. But also, we could also argue that with a narrative of a film, they probably could both be Captain America rivaling each other or something. Because I honestly just kind of want to see the Falcon MCU version of Captain America suit. I think that looked mm. pretty, pretty fucking dope if they did that. I mean, Disney Plus is doing Marvel, a Marvel and Bucky show. So Disney, that Disney streaming service is doing their own like spinoff ten episode series. And so has it that each one's going to have like a hundred million dollar budget? Yeah, each series is going to have their own like yeah hundred million dollar budget for the Scarlet Witch show, Loki show, Captain, uh, the Bucky and show. That sounds like like a variety <laughs> show right there. <laughs> So now the adventures that moment Captain I thought you were going to say Buck, I thought you were going to say Captain Bucky O'Hare and I, and internally I got super excited but then I realized that made no sense. So like I said I I mean the Far From Home trailer gave a lot of cool stuff oh good like the one thing I was super surprised about was how Aunt May's like cool Spider-Man slap hands like <laughs> what? Like I want to know like really she's really okay with this as she like literally lost her mind at the end of Homecoming like for all the Aunt Mays out there, it's like she's legitimately okay with this. Well, in a lot of some of the stories, she knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in this case, she didn't, but 
I think because he's doing a benefit, I think she kind of pressured him a little bit more that you got to give more to the community. You got to help sponsor with me with shit. You got to yeah. be there to, you know, like whatever like small businesses is because Spidey is a representation of like New York, you know, the well, between, Spider between, between Daredevil and between like the Avengers. He is the middle ground of like big villain versus small town crook. Yeah, but like I saw that scene and I was like, okay, like that's that I wasn't expecting that dynamic. So again, I'm very curious with everybody else. Uh, like I said, because it's a new interpretation of Aunt May. Maybe that's why. Mm. And I think that's why I'm curious to see how how she comes to terms. Like, I saw you get sucked up in a spaceship. Like you you were missing. Like that's why again the trailer kind of filled in what's going to happen with Spider-Man, but it's kind of left a veil of questions around the, the, the scenario of where this lies, what is going on. Yeah. But that could also happen. Like there could be a thing where she's more cautious of what he does and says, you can still be Spider-Man, but do it in a way that's good for both of us because you went around, you're going to go on vacation. You need a break. Don't do any Spider-Man stuff. It could be Mm -hmm. like that kind of narrative. Did you see the second trailer though? The international trailer, she puts the suit in the bag and, was saying, you forgot your suit. Yeah. Well, I Part mean, man. like, regardless, she's still, he's still Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I'm i with, I think there's going to be a hybrid of that. I think she's going to be very cautious because she doesn't, and I think maybe this is where you get a little bit more of the Ben influence, being like, I've lost Ben, I can't lose you, so please be careful, that type of, like, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. but she's not going to be overly cautious because, again, he didn't want to bring the suit. And the international trailer shows that she's the one that pitted in. Oh no, I'm. I understand that, but like I said, I think it's. I think it's going to be them, her walking that line of being a concerned aunt, but knowing that he has to do this. Like this is his. What he needs to do is be Spider Man. But at the same time, it's his niece. He lost Ben. Like I think you're going to get a lot more sprinkling of Uncle Ben in this than we did in the first one. Even though, like the rumor has it, like the reason he knows all these old movies is because he watched them with. You know, Uncle Ben, and that's I mean, why nep- he knows. Like, I mean, nephew? Did you say niece? No, I said yeah, nephew. No, oh, you sorry, said nephew. Nephew. niece. Oh, my yeah, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was just gonna let it slide. <laughs> um, but like I said, I I could see that happening more in this one because this one seems like you he's he's grapple grasping more of you know who he is as a super like a hero. He's starting to go down that that hero arc of basically being like why am I doing this other than being like he says because I'm a local I'm the local neighborhood Spider Man. Why would I do anything outside of the neighborhood? And I think after, like I said, we don't know his mental state after Endgame. We don't know what he comes back with remembers. Like I said, that's why I think it's very interesting where we don't know where this lies. We don't know how this, how the end, how the end game affects this movie. And I, I like that a little bit because there's a lot yeah. more questions because you've seen trailers from Marvel movies where you literally get the plot. Like this is what happens. Boom, boom. Like that's what you get a lot of movies last couple of years is like here's the plot here's the here's what the, the the arc you're already getting marvel's been good so far like i said i'm very curious um i mean the whole jake jill and all thing is like okay like you're in mysterio like i want to know more because if you know the character he's a master of illusions mm-hmm. but he's flying around fighting one of the elementals like well so what am i is it even hydro man that's the question a lot of people say no oh, it's hydro man it's like it could be an illusion Exactly. Uh, well, there's my theory is that the part because remember you were mentioning before about Uncle Ben in the old movies that that's going to play a role in him realizing 
what Mysterio is actually doing. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, it's like one of those things. Yeah, I can see that too. Like, I can see them being like, because because I'm trying to think. Because and Alex Tim inter, ed, educate me a little bit. He uses like a gas, right? That's his like he kind of like drugs. That's, like that's Scarecrow from Batman. I thought like he does like for illusions and stuff like that. He he uses. He's he's like a really really. Uh, he's like a very eccentric magician. You know, like he's got like all these elaborate things he uses to make it look like he can do certain things um, in the different types I, of stories. I don't think they're, I don't think they're illusions. I think they're, um, they're real. When I, when I was watching that, I, um, I immediately thought of uh, Syndrome for the Incredibles and how he kind of made it look like he was saving things, but he had like all these tricks and gizmos to make it look like he was fighting these guys or whatever. He can control this and control yeah. that. So I think that, I think they put that in his suit, in Mysterio's suit, I think. Do you think it's you the know, same it, tech it, that Vulture used in uh, Homecoming? Sort of, kind of. Because well, that stuff looked in like it. really real. Yeah. It did look like it didn't look like illusions to me because that wave just blew, you know, Peter back. No, I'm that, saying like it's still. Real. I'm, I'm still saying it's a fraudulent thing because I think he's setting up people because he's using technology possibly from whatever that alien species that you know Vulture got his tech from, but he's yeah. using it to make it look like he has powers that look yeah. like Doctor Strange. He took the look of what Thor kind of wears because his, even his chest pattern almost looks kind of like Thor. Because I can totally see that this version of Mysterio is living in a world with like all these superheroes flying around. He saw Infinity War. He saw what these characters look like, Doctor yeah. Strange, all that. And now he's harping on that to make it look like, oh, I can do that. I can do all this. I can he's, play he that. He wants to be the yeah. hero. Yeah. Yeah. Or pretend he's one anyway. It's just like Syndrome. I'm not saying that his 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 stuff isn't not real. I'm saying that he's using it to ploy yeah. to make it look bigger than it is. That he's made this these things. Even like the so shield he was using to block the water and shit, I think that was a practical thing, but I think it was pre-planned. You know, it's something yeah. that's, well, you know, like what... he can still take out Spider-Man with like some of the stuff he's got. It's just, so know. wasn't there a uh, story arc, and I think it was even in uh, like Spider-Man and My Amazing Friends or, or an old Spider-Man cartoon where when he first came up with our met Mysterio, it was the same thing. He was trying to make himself look like a hero when he's actually the villain. Yeah. Uh, so isn't this a re revisited story or it could possibly be? Kind of. They also kind of covered it in Spider-Man 2, the video game. If you got to a level, there's actually a part where you actually encounter Mysterio and he uh, tried to make, he challenged Spider-Man to a, you know, like a ring or something and you, he challenges you and if you beat him, he gets so mad, he becomes Mysterio and tries to take over New York. But all these machines he bought, you know, eventually lead up to one of probably one of the best boss fights I'll never forget, which is a uh, you just go to a random convenience store that he's robbing, and he turns to you, and his life bar goes over numerous times, like, oh my god, this boss is going to take like three hours to beat. Just one quick punch, and he's down like a bitch in two seconds. <laughs> it is the most satisfying <laughs> boss fight. He just falls on the ground like, ah, no, stop. <laughs> well, I think, well, I mean, I'm glad that, go ahead. Well, I it's it, well because they they said like that's going to be the big baddie is going to be um, 
um, it's going to be uh, Mysterio, but like they were saying that it could be Chameleon too. Mm-hmm. That's the rumor I heard too was the possibility of Chameleon being another. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Chameleon and Mysterio are a good pairing. They're both like masters of like you know disillusion and disguise and shit. And that Chameleon well, they- is 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 actually Nick Fury and not Nick Fury. That would be interesting. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, Jackson's kept... been getting a great pay cut lately. He's been in everything. <laughs> so I like that they kept the fishbowl. Yes. Well, yeah, his costume looks pretty on point. So yeah. it looks like it just comes up almost like Iron Man's helmet used to. You know, yeah, yeah. Up just, it pops up and pop, like the Buzz Lightyear yeah. helmet. <laughs> yeah. It even has like those little weird Buzz like Lightyear. square gauntlet things and like the little eyeballs holding his cape. Well, I remember they were saying like if they're doing Mysterio, you know how 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 campy are they going to make it with his costume? And I sat there and I was just like, well, his costume really can be doesn't have to be super campy because they looked at like well look at Vulture, Vulture they really modernized his costume to make him fit in the world in the character that developed for him. I looked at that being like Mysterio is a theater guy, like he he does effects, like you can still do this over the top costume. And make it look awesome, and I think that's what they did. I also think Jake Gyllenhaal is going to crush this role. I think this is an awesome role. I don't think he's really ever been this um, bad guy, uh, bad guy, super villain type of character. And you know, I'm very interested to see what they do with this arc. Like oh, I said, totally. you know, here's also so. a little fun fact most people don't know is that Jake Gyllenhaal almost took over as Spider-Man in Spider-Man Two over to McGuire because Tom McGuire was having major back problems during the time of the filming of Spider-Man Two. Jake Gyllenhaal almost took over the role at that time, so it's not the first time he dealt with the Spider-Verse. That's awesome. So I know we're gonna be. They're not gonna release hopefully a ton of spoilers before the movie comes out, but people have been taking screen captures of uh, you know. Um, different points of the trailer uh you see uh one of the boats uh has asm i think 212 which was the first appearance of hydro man and i guess a couple other uh, amazing spider-man references uh were um in the trailer as well for molten man and uh, who, who was the third elemental it's it's the rock yeah. and the gas one too. Or, like the, or Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson. Oh, uh, Sam. Uh, uh, he's been everything. Stop, Dwayne. <laughs> oh, that, that's what it was. It was a reference to the first appearance of Sandman. It was uh, like April four. Just Google it online. You, you'll see the pictures. Um, but one thing they mentioned was the renovation of the old Avengers Tower. Yeah, the rumor has it it's actually turning into the Baxter building. Yes. That would be cool. Um, I I wouldn't want that. I don't like that idea. I think the Avenger Tower is should be its own thing still. I know they said they sold it. So like are you really gonna rebuild the whole tower around it? Like wouldn't you just I don't know. Like I said, it's just one of those things I always feel like that area of Manhattan is always. But under the Baxter building still exists, doesn't it? They've rumor has it they've mentioned it or they've they've hinted at it being around, but again, like they haven't been in New York City other than like homecoming, but they really weren't in Manhattan. Same thing with Doctor Strange, they've been everywhere else. So it's one of those things like 
in my mind, you want the Avengers Tower and the Baxter Building, but at the same time, you know, I don't think it would be cool to kind of have the Baxter Building overtake the Avengers Tower. Like, I don't think that would. They're 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 going to use it in some way. They're setting up for something with that building. Like, I don't think they're oh, just yeah. completely scrap the concept. But I don't think the Fantastic Four are going to move into that place right away. But who knows? Maybe Johnny will buy it. Just Johnny, just Johnny Storm, like just for his own path. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, or or like, a, or it could just be it's the they're rebuilding after the events of Endgame. Like again, you we don't know enough about where this falls to make logical guess, and so I think it's a lot of just grasping at straws, which makes great conversation and great debate. You know, makes us our podcast right. and the podcast around general just be like a good spectacle until Ju- July fifth. Like, yeah, or possibly so. it could be bought by a villain. So I do think we oh, do owe James a bit of an apology, just to throw something in there. He does use gases. So I was starting to thinking about it. Um, old man Logan. Oh, and that's – I don't remember that. Did he use gases in that? Yep. Okay. It's been a while since I read it. I still remember him just using the Iron Man suit to get out of a sticky situation. <laughs> Oh, J- J- the look on James's face is all smug. <laughs> By the way, James, I mean, you, uh, Yo-Yo took a picture. I took a picture. I think uh, Yo-Yo's maybe better. Uh, you, uh, you did some magical act before you came on the show. You transformed into a cat. Yeah, Dexter, me and Dexter switch spots sometimes just because, you know, he's just a jerk and I just want to be lazy. So, you know. But yeah, no, it's you know it's He's a witch. <laughs> He's a witch. Uh, I, I, I turned you I turned you into a newt. <laughs> uh so uh any other comments on the trailer before we move on? Uh, well stop, I have a que- I have a couple cool. of questions. Yes, Tim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the world flat? No. What um It's because no one believes in God Fury anymore. Is in the room, when Fury is in the room he shoots a dart at the kid. Why doesn't Peter Parker's uh, spider sense go? He seems like he's, su- he's surprised oh. when, when Nick Fury's there. You'd think he would know he was there. You know what I mean? I mean he didn't even know he was there. I mean, how attuned is his spider senses at this point, though? Well, like, I think we've it's seen it once. Yeah, we've seen Spider Sense once, and that was on the bus. So, like I said, it's I, I see where Tim's coming. Like he's really good attuned at that. But well, is Spider Sense even in like the comics? It's not always like he'll always know a danger because clearly he's talking to his friend. He's the most comfortable place he could possibly be. He can still get surprised. Uh, maybe like, he was distracted. Yeah, that's why I think. Or, or maybe it's the fact that he's not in danger. And also, he's talking up about going go out with MJ possibly. I think she's really into me. I'm sure he's way focused on that because <laughs> there are plenty of times I walked into walls talking about girls in my teenage years. I still remember just like, oh, yeah, maybe she likes me. Boom. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did that last week, so I mean. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, well, so who is it, Yo-Yo? <laughs> Hang on. New subject. Who is it, Yo-Yo? <laughs> <laughs> Two more uh, quick questions. Oh, go for so, it. So, the um, I thought it was funny. It's actually not a question, but did you see when you know they shot the dart? He shot the dart at the kid, and he passed out and stuff. And then not too, not too uh, further along in the in the trailer, they're playing "I Want to Be Sedated." Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> 
that's kind of the uh, running um, shtick. Uh, that's that song that runs through the last, you know, yeah. half of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one more thing is, where does he get the costume? Because he leaves it at home. No, that's it. Like the international trailer. Yeah, the international trailer shows Aunt May puts it in the suitcase, and then they open up a security checkpoint, and he's like, I don't know what's going on, like, all freaking out, and the lady pulls out, like, a banana and was like, this isn't allowed, and then they close the suitcase, like. Oh. I didn't see that. I I thought it would be um, Nick Fury, because he's got the stealth suit. Really quickly, they show that, the stealth suit. I have a feeling that that. And, I have a feeling that's going to be he's uh, Fury's going to give him the stealth suit, but at the end, I yeah. think that's why when you see Happy being like you're alone, and that's when he gets to the new suit is like he's going to be like you are alone. I will say the new awesome. the new suit looks dope. I do like the yeah, black, the red, and red and black. Suit. Yeah, it's it's very it's close to uh, the the one that Alex Ross designed, and it's very close to like the Superior Spider Man version. Almost just because it doesn't have the red strips going down the arm, it just kind of stops at the shoulder. It's, it's sweet. I always enjoyed the black and red one, and it's nice to see it on screen finally. Huh. Nice. Well, I mean, he even has the underarm webbing though. Yeah, but still. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying he even has that. It's awesome. Yeah, that. it's great. It's great. <laughs> I thought you were being like, "What's wrong with that? You can glide." <laughs> well, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, homecoming. Uh, Personally, I think that was the best Spider-Man movie to date, and Far From Home, I'm extremely excited for. I- I'm sure you guys are as well. So I- I'm not even going to consider oh, yeah. Spider-Verse. I mean, live-action version. I mean, when is it oh. coming out? Uh, July, uh, July fifth. July. It's Fourth oh, of July. July. Uh, so okay. it goes: Marvel's March, Captain Marvel's March, uh, Endgame is April, and then July is Spider-Man. Wow, three I- in a row. Well, they're doing three every year for the next foreseeable future. So, yeah. Wow. They should take a break on Star Wars, though. Anyway, Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speak- so, uh... speaking of July, uh, actually, that's that. We'll, we'll go into it a little after. Uh, speaking po- of sideways, possible possible spoiler <laughs> for uh, uh, they're th- they're saying the. Uh, what is it? J five twenty twenty on the, the JL five twenty twenty. The phone number for yeah. the Ghostbusters on Ghostbusters two car is hinting at the date. Yep. Yeah, I've st- they, they that that rumor was out before they talked about a third move, another movie. Yeah, um, because honestly, I remember I was sitting in bed, I was flipping my phone, and then my phone on Facebook just starts blowing up with Ghostbusters stuff, and I'm like, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, you know, what's one of those rumors again? Like, I'm not going to believe it. Then I see it's Entertainment Weekly, and then Variety picks it up, and I'm sitting there being like, what is going on? Ghostbusters 3, a true sequel to Ghostbusters 2, is coming out next year. Next year. Like, that's unbelievable. As soon as I saw there was a teaser, I could feel your blood pressure from where I'm sitting. (laughs) (laughs) Not only that, it's being directed by Jason Reitman and produced by Ivan Reitman. Yep. The the the, the, the one of the things they used to break the news was Ivan uh, Jason Reitman took a photo in front of the Ecto One on the Sony lot and was like, "Dad gave me the keys to the car," and like that's <laughs> been the that's been the shtick going forward. But honestly, you know, I, I am I am 
blown away. Again, I've been here before. We were here in 2014 and 2015, yep. and we know what happened. So, A, I'm happy they dropped the news. I think it's really cool. I mean, it's been very, very quiet on that front for a very long time. I know they have this Ghostbusters fan fest planned for the 35th and 30th anniversaries of both Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2 planned for this summer at the Sony lot. It's going to be the weekend of June 9th. Um, So there's there's a big fan fest that's going to be actually hosted and produced by Wizard. Uh, Wizard World. So that's kind of the big thing going on there. And like, I remember talking to my friends being like, I honestly was just like, um, I sat there. I was like, what are they? Because they, there's been nothing about this convention, nothing about this fan fest in three months since they announced it. And you could put a $100 refundable deposit down on it to get make sure you get tickets. I'm sitting there being like, unless Bill Murray is coming and Rick Moranis and Sigourney Weaver are there for like panels and autographs, you have to wow me with something. Like if I'm going to spend money to go to California for a weekend for a Ghostbusters convention, you have to give me something I can't get at any other convention in the area, especially with Boston Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con, one of the two, 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 two large Comic-Cons now. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to wow me. And so when this dropped, I sat there and I was like, A, I think they dropped this early because I think they wanted this to be dropped in June. I think they wanted this to be like, oh, by the way, in one year you're getting a new movie and we're so far along in the process. Here's your teaser trailer. I think this was pre premeditated or, or preemptive because I think there was rumblings in the community that no one's going to go to this thing. Now some people have a reason to go to this because you're probably going to meet the new cast. They're probably going to have some additional information available. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. I am. Um I'm very curious because there's a lot of stuff going on in the Ghostbuster canon as this is going to be part of the prime universe. That's like, cause everything has a universe now, the prime universe. So I'm very curious to see where this picks up. <sighs> what's happening. Alex is sighing, <laughs> but you know, well, but, but it goes back to, and the reason they do that is because they, in the comics, the comics, they, they acknowledge that the it's animated, so convoluted. Now you bring in the comics. But but the problem is I do that. Is there was a to... third movie. It was called The Game. <laughs> but again, and, and the question is now is that, is the game considered the third movie? Is that considered canon? Or are they going to bypass the movie, the video game in the canon to make it, simple, make it simple for people who didn't play the game? I, I think the, the only thing the game introduced is that it's more international now. There's more Ghostbusters around the country. And I think they can do that without people having too much of a under- misunderstanding of it. The, the the third game, the game or the third movie, all introduced the concept of the franchise. Like that was yeah. the big thing is what they wanted. The franchise rights alone will make us rich beyond our wildest dreams. The quote that Bakeman said. So that's the question. That's the yeah. question. Because if you go in the comic books, you have a Chicago office open. So do you, do you say there's fran- all these franchises around the country that are... I still are, would keep it loose so the writers can still have fun with it. I wouldn't, it, you know, I don't want them to completely toss things out like how Star Wars is really muddy with its canonical whatever. Yeah. My so, God. <laughs> my God. So, so I, and, and the only reason I, and, and I, and I, and in the one, in the one plot that in my head, and this is my theory and some people have talked about it is, it's one of two things. And this is the two paths I go down. Path one is it, it it follows up. It's 30 years after the events of Ghostbusters 2. Um, so the video game never happened. The comics never happened. Uh, just, again, to simplify plot for people, the Ghostbusters are a joke again because, you know, they, they, they were the popularity was there, 
but in 30 years, nothing major has happened again. And one of those things, it's like, you know, oh, well, they're around. We know who they are. They're pop culture-ish. Like, you know, they saved the city a couple times, but nothing that gigantic happened again. Yeah. Um, Egon's gone. Egon passed away from X, and that made Bill Murray vankman retire from it because he couldn't deal with it because of some x y and z so that's how you get so they don't have to be on screen exactly and then so now it brings to dan Aykroyd's character being like he's in the firehouse because someone has to be at the firehouse to maintain the equipment like because the containment unit's still there so it's kind of like you know i could see it very much being that and being like how it's just not a big thing anymore it's still localized just in new york the franchise has never took off all that stuff or I can see it being like it's what it was wanted to be, like Dan Aykroyd wanted it to be big. It's all franchise. It's huge. You have the Ghostbusters in New York being the um, being the main focus. There's the headquarters, and this is just one of the stories of one of the franchises in the Midwest, like just dealing with a big issue. And the only thing you get out of the trailer, the teaser trailer, is okay. It's coming back. So what I pull out of the trailer is nothing really much plot wise. I think it's more being like they're coming back and you have the soundtrack from the original, the first movie, you have the Ecto one license plate, not Ecto one a. So it's the original car. Like, you know, I don't know if this is just being like, Oh, it's coming out of the, like it's getting, they're rebuilding the equipment. They're fixing the car up to go do something new. In the barn, when they're teasing, the cameras panning in slowly going to it. You can hear the uh, um, what's the device called that shoots the proton stream? Pack. The proton yep. pack. Sorry, uh, the proton pack. It sounds like it's choking a bit, like they're trying to start it up or something, or they're trying to fix it or modify fix- it or something like that. Yeah. So, do you think it could possibly be? You know, I think it could be either one of two things because I really don't want another Ghostbusters where it's like ghosts aren't real, even though we saw them. Why do we have to believe you for a third time? You know, it's like freaking, well, it's like Harry Potter 15 all over again, where it's like, Harry Potter, what do you mean? Well, Lord Voldemort's in the castle. What do you mean? It's stupid. Oh, my God, it's Lord fucking Voldemort again? I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's what it would be. I think it's one of those things, if they do this, yeah, ghosts are real. Like they, Because, like I said, there's Vigo and the Statue of Liberty and all this stuff happened. The Marshmallow Man, all that stuff is real and they believe it. But I think it's one of those things that the business just kind of cooled off. Like, you know, or, or, or business dried up. Like they were too good at their job. Like that's actually an episode in the real Ghostbusters is they're so good at their job. They put themselves out of business. Like, because if all the ghosts are gone in New York and they're not getting phone calls and they kind of spread out into the countryside, and there's still not enough business to keep themselves open. So, so it's like the story of like Jan- like it's like the story of like rat rat catchers basically starting a new black plague, basically. <laughs> so, uh, this is actually just an exclusive from the Daily Mail. So take it as you will. Uh, they're not really known unless to- it comes from Sony or Jason Reitman. I know. I know. Everything, uh, everything is a is a or Reddit or Reddit or Reddit. Oh yeah. God, Reddit, Reddit <laughs> is. The end all be all. Oh yeah, uh, but or the bathroom stall. So, so they're not known for their accuracy, but uh, so they're saying exclusive. The original Ghostbusters are back. They're saying Ernie Hudson does confirm that the surviving co-stars Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray will reprise their roles in the third film installment, 
And they also go on to say that Dan Aykroyd uh, has already finished the first script. Well, wonder, the, the, really well Dan Aykroyd they're... isn't writing the script. I know. So I don't know if they're saying that maybe he helped in it or – but uh, uh, He's reviewing. Apparently he was a – according to them, that he was a, uh, a heavy influence on uh, the film coming back. I mean – in all the interviews with Dan Aykroyd after, since Ghostbusters 2016, he's been very vocal about it wasn't the girl's fault that ruined that movie. It was the budget and the script wasn't good. Um, and, and the studio. I mean, yeah, they, they wanted – and Paul Feig wasn't the director that they thought he was going to be. Well, like there was a lot of – Well, also, did you see how like all the interviews were so like cattle prodded like, oh, yes, go see this movie. You'll enjoy it for all the original cast and what the – you know. I mean, you have these improv ladies, and all it is is just edited improv, the movie. What I'm excited about this film that I generally, when I think about it, is that the Juno director is going to do behind it. I was like thinking about it. It's just like what Ghostbusters really needs, is in desperate need of, is that you need the dry humor. That's something that was definitely missing in the newish one, where I... you need a little, you need a little bit more crisp. You need well... a little bit more sass, not... Not improv, fart humor, other stupid shit. You just need something witty, something, you know. Well, to be fair. Uh, yeah. What's fart humor? <laughs> uh, in good sorry. time. Timing's everything. A good fart every once in a while? Sure. It can be funny, but come on. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I don't think the, uh, the latest um, Ghostbusters movie was absolutely terrible. I think the, um, a lot of the fans got on the bandwagon for the, the hate train. Uh, and that's where a lot of the the um, you know bad news came from. No. But if you look no, at what, what, what it was, is this that movie should have been this movie. That movie should have been a true sequel. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like I said, if they just said, "Hey, this is the pat the, the patching of the torch movie," there wouldn't they have even been marketed such... it that way. If you remember, the yeah, first game is like remember so long ago. It's like that's not what the movie's about. It's a reboot. Yeah, and so so. I'm with you too, Leo, that I think negativity from that fan base, the fan base killed that movie because they just were so dead set on it. And again, like I said, it's Sony's fault for not like, okay, let's set it in the real, let's set it in that same universe because, you know, they were scared of doing that. So that I'm, yeah, that I'm just saying that in the marketing department also went after saying that it was because men hated it because it was like a female and pirate movie, which was not the narrative at all, which was going on. And it was, completely built up that way because it received so negative feedback that was the only way they could market it to make it look like it was awful because people found that when that was like the most downvoted video on youtube when that trailer went out and sony went in and people know this deleted all of the comments that are kind of like yeah that's okay or whatever and just left all the nasty comments the misogynistic ones the misogynistic ones to make it so they could build their narrative so they could market it and I knew plenty of my friends that totally fell for it, saying, like, wow, these sexist pigs, we should support this movie for women's whatever. It's like, that's not what it is. It's it's a ploy. It's You're being frauded. <laughs> well, it, it'll be interested, uh, interesting to see how everything does play out, what's included in a new movie. Um, I, I, I find it interesting that Ecto-1 is in an old um, uh, shed. Um I, I, I want to know who's working on the proton pack. Yeah. 
And uh, I, I, I'm going to go with your theory A, James. I think it's uh, they've been not out of business, but business has been slow for a while, and something happens, ramps up, and they need to uh, go back to work. If only they the Ghostbusters like get 500 uh, something hour. going on above the uh, above the shed in the beginning, like a the clouds or oh. ominous clouds oh. or whatever. Some it uh, kind of reminded uh, me of of uh, you know the Ghostbuster films where the the sky was you know swirling or something yeah. like that. They did that yeah. over the shed. Uh, I wonder if that meant, meant anything. You're you're muted, James. This is weird because he's not muted. I know. All right. No, because I was just coughing. I pushed down my mic. Uh, no, it was one of those things where it's, yeah, the, the clouds from the, the first one. The, yeah. the um, ominous clouds in Ghostbusters movies go hand in hand. But, you know, like I said, it was one of those things where I remember like the next day when the in the teaser trailer dropped. And, and again, I yeah, it's a teaser trailer. I call it more of an announcement trailer because like yeah, I yeah. – you you could do something completely different from what they showed in that trailer. Like, true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because anybody remember the Scooby Doo teaser? That was different. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I could see them like this is an announcement. Like I said, you know, because in the way, it, 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 and I pull my theory from the the Extreme Ghostbusters. Like, if anybody remembers the plot of the Extreme Ghostbusters, that's what happens. Like, Egon's in the firehouse and he teaches a paranormal class and the world a, a, a paranormal event happens and he's like i'll take my students because i can't do this alone because peter ray and peter ray and winston are off doing their own lives like they're not going to come back so like that's where i'm kind of grabbing that information but they're looking for four teenagers and supposedly this movie's been underneath the title rust city for months now like they've already been in the process of casting and they've done a bunch of stuff so like production's going to start they said this summer so Rust a punk city. Goth Ghostbuster? Yes. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> is it going to pick up where the last one left left off? It's going to be, according to Jason Reitman, and this is quote is the eighties. The stuff that happens in the eighties happened in the eighties. Like it actually happened. Like they're not going to devolve from that. And this is set in present day. So it's going to be thirty uh, years after the events of V. Oh, like a uh, Force Awakens thing, where it's thirty years later. Now and I'm so that, really hoping for extreme Ghostbusters now, but like that's what I'm saying. But like that's awesome. That. Yeah, yeah. And so, and they're just saying you just swap the Egon role with Ray. Like you just flip those roles because you can't do Egon. Yeah. But like, and then now, now the debate is: Do you bring back? How do you do? You bring back Harold Ramis as like a ghost? Do you bring back him as like, like, or do you just leave him alone? Or bring Bill Murray alone. back as a ghost because that's what he wanted for a very long time. I don't see. Yeah. I don't think. That I don't would think be. Bill, I don't think Bill Murray's like I said. Everybody's like Bill Murray's there. Bill Murray's there. It, I, I can see him just wander randomly, just wandering up on set, being like, "I'm here for a day. Use me what you want." And then him just wandering back into the woods. Like, <laughs> what about you know, the, what about the, fades into the background? What about the baby from the second one? Do you think he would be the Ghostbuster now? I don't think so. I think they're very much going to try to make their own story, and I really hope they do that because I, if they reference like if they try to you know you know latch the horse to Gozer or Zul or Vigo to push their narrative, you're just recycling. And I yeah. think I, 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 think I definitely they, agree with that. I, I think you can mention them like you know oh you could be, because basically you could be like even if they're like yeah you know the Ghostbusters you know didn't they fight like a like some like wasn't there a marshmallow man or the statue of liberty or something like that because i don't think you know enough i don't think 
the press knew enough about what happened with Vigo to be like Vigo. Like they just know that the, the, the museum was covered in pink stuff and the Statue of Liberty walked through the city of New York. Like they don't know a painting came to life to abduct a baby. So like, how do you kind of explain that as it is? Um, I would also uh, like to say, like, I kind of hope since we live in modern day, we have different stuff. We have more technology. I'm kind of hoping that they actually make it scary. Like they actually include more scariness, like that librarian yeah. ghost, you know, something a little bit, give it a little bit more edge because there's tons of things that even at the time weren't as scary, but with modern stuff, I think we can make scarier. Like a fucking monster in your fridge could be done way more scary now than it was executed Soon. back then. Yeah. I think you could actually make, you know, I like, I don't want it to be a complete out horror. I still want no, to I can see, but I want, I want a little bit more edge, you know, I think a little bit. I think you're going to um, see you that, like I said, for a coat coming to life. Um, <laughs> it's I could see, I could see that very much happening. Like I said, Jason Reitman is very much a, a competent director. And like I said, and, and, and nothing against, cause I know Paul Feig listens to the show every week. You know, I'm not taking anything away from Paul Feig, and I'm not taking anything from Ivan Reitman. I'm not taking away from Jason. Sorry, Reitman. Paul. Um, he, Jason, I think will bring because he's been. He even said he goes since day one. Since I was six years old, I've been in this franchise. Like he's in the movie. He's in Ghostbusters too, saying my dad thinks you're full of crap. Like he's the one who says it to Ray. Like that's that's one of the running jokes. What you find out who that kid is, you know, you know. He's been part of this, so I think a he's you know, going to if he fucks up, that's going to be spun on him. Exactly, <laughs> it's going to say that to him forever now. But but again, it's one of those things. I think because if Ivan, you know, because Ivan Reitman produced the other one too, like he produced the 2016 one, so you can't really use the Ivan Reitman is producing thing as like it'll be a good movie. I think I think Ivan Jason Reitman is going to bring a different look to the movie, which I'm very excited about, but also kind of honor the legacy of the other ones. And it's going to make his own twist onto it. Cause I, I actually was talking to my friend. I was like up in the air is one of my randomly good movies. Like I always liked that with George Clooney and, and like, I always thought that was a very, very well done movie. So I can see him, I can see him doing very good with this, but also I think cause Dan Acker was heavily involved in it. The soon, the, the studio is either going to be very much hands on or they're going to be like Dan. You have to run everything through Dan Aykroyd and I. Like those are the that's your that, that's your those are your. I think also no Sony's learning to let their hands go just a little bit because they realize like because clearly they're starting to turn their movies around just a little bit, just a little bit. So well, the more well, you, they put, the worse it gets. Did you see in that in that Entertainment Weekly lottery the 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 line in there that some people skipped over is that they're already working on an animated movie. That will release after the live action. Ah, uh, their whole Spider-Man play—they're doing it everything now. Yeah. Since they screwed up so hard with the last one, I can see that. Well, and really like, try. like we said before, I know I'm gonna turn Alex on, but Venom was so good. <laughs> Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. I'm not. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to lean in and check the bait, and I'll come up and bite his fucking head off. <laughs> Um, if you can only I mean, see Alex's eyes, he's like ready to kill me. Uh, I mean, so for don't me, worry, I, I'm, I'm, I'm attempting a scanner's move on his head. If you hear a pop, so, don't worry. It's not the audio. So the question is now to you guys is it's going to be modern day 30 years of the facts. So it's going to be a passing of the torch movie. 
who would you like to see in the role of new Ghostbusters? I also just want to say before we get into fan so casting, I, I just want to say that you know that it's going to be an app. They're going to do a Ghostbusters app. That's what I believe is going to happen in no. the movie. That if you need a Ghostbusting, you're going to have to like who who are you gonna who are you gonna text Ghostbusters, and it's going to be that kind of thing. If you're going to bring in modern day, I'm sure they're going to do something where it's like a mobile thing. There could be other freelance Ghostbusters. Who the fuck knows? You know, just different yeah. ideas. Like Uber for Ghostbusters. That's what I'm saying. Like Uber for <laughs> Ghostbusters. Like shit, I got a Ghostbusters. Yeah. Lizzie Borden's haunting her axe. We brought it to this museum. Can you please help us out? You know, it's like, oh, oh, oh shit. Uh, I got my ghost go away app. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly want to see people, new people. Like, I, I don't like want to see anybody that's established or anything like that. I, th- I think fresh, if you're going to start something fresh, you should start with fresh people. Hey, so, maybe hey. they'll bring back Slimer and he'll be eating spaghetti pizza. I dig that. It'd probably yeah, take but... off like Avengers did to Shwarma. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Alex? Um, You're casting. Um, so, young group of people. Um, they said teenagers, but, you know, teenagers can be played by 30-year-olds. So Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, they wouldn't have, like, one old geezer with them. So, like, they can't just have randomly have uh, Danny DeVito as one of the new Ghostbusters just over all this shit. That'd be amazing. Yeah, just just like the teacher they pulled out of class. Like, what are you talking about? I don't want it. Ghosts aren't real. That was all made up. That was just that was just gas in the water or something. <laughs> um, uh, I know for years everyone keeps talking against Seth Rogen for it, but I'm not sure if uh, that's a really good fit. I know he's funny, but it's just uh, a lot of people said Paul Rudd. Yeah, but it's Paul Rudd still looks the same. So I mean, (laughs) yeah, Paul Rudd doesn't age. So he'd probably he'd probably make a better Highlander. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm gonna steal this from uh, IMDb. Uh, They have a fan cast for a Ghostbusters reboot, and I absolutely agree with it. Uh, It's not a reboot. Sorry. Uh, Well, I'm taking it from the reboot. Emma Stone. I want Emma Stone. Okay. Uh, number one is uh, Jason uh, Sudeikis. Okay. Yep. Uh, he yeah. So he's from um, he's done a lot of comedies recently. Uh, not Jason Segel. Not no. Not uh, Sudeikis. I think he would actually be pretty funny if he was in Ghostbusters. So uh, he's in. Let me pull it up. Uh, Where the Millers? Uh, horrible bosses. He 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 was an he's an SNL. SNL. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Chris Pratt. I think Chris mm, Pratt. They've given him so many. Like, He's too expensive. Give it to somebody else. Just make him Indiana Jones at this point, for God's sakes. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with number three, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, Donald, uh, Donald Glover. Uh, He's also in a lot of things, too. <laughs> I, I like him, but, I mean, nah. Um, how about Alan Tudyk? I'll take Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, for, for me, it's like I, I want Anna Kendrick. I think she'd be funny, and she kind of fits that Jason Reitman mold as he's, she's been in like five of his movies. What but about, also, like I said, what about I, if you're gonna cast a I female, want... I would, I would honestly say Ellen Page. All right, fine. We got Emma Stone, Ellen Page, and uh, how about, how about Zoe Deschanel? 
No. no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Haters. Who's the, who's the new girl? <laughs> Go home, Alex. <laughs> wow. I do uh, like that. that. That was a solid no across the board for everybody, except for Leo, who apparently <laughs> thought that was a good idea to... I think Bad Tim's Leo. still trying to. I think Tim's still trying to place all these names in different movies so he knows who yeah. people are. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, who, Tim, who Tim's, you, Tim's like, who are these people? Who would you want to cast? Uh well, I, I don't know about casting, but I think as I was listening to all these names, I have no idea who they are. Um, and they've got Ecto in the shed and all that stuff. Looks like it hasn't been used in forever. It's almost like the the next generation of Ghostbusters, young young people. I agree with that. But you know, they go in the shed and they find the Ecto, and they they're like, oh, and they're gonna take up the mantle of the Ghostbusters, and maybe they run into Bill Murray or 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 Dan Aykroyd, and they kind of mentor them, kind of thing. That's what was going through my head. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that too. Like you said, they kind of stumble across it, or they hear yeah. of like they find this, and they're like, "What is this?" And then that brings them down the track of being like, "Hey, yeah. Doctor Stance, we found this stuff." Like all that. Right. Like I can see that. I can see that, Tim. I think that's actually a pretty good idea because that's what one of my buddies said. Is like it feels like it's gonna be like that Transformers vibe of like she discovers like it's an Autobot and like now it's her thing going for her story going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any like indie actors that you can think of? Because a lot of the stuff we talk about are pretty high profile, you know, like, would you ever want someone who's probably not as well known, but could probably, you know, do pretty well. I could see, I mean, it's, it's Jason Reitman. So like, he's a big indie director to begin with. So I think him attached to it, he can get like, unknow- like unknowns, basically like bringing in unknowns because I mean, fucking Tom Holland's one of the biggest people in the world, but he was, Definitely unknown before Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, Jason I can Momoa, my man, and Dwayne Johnson together at last. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought in a completely unknown cast. Like you get, you get yeah. four people to be the Ghostbusters, and they're nobody you've ever heard of, or they're been very, very small roles. Um, because I think, like, it's, when you have somebody like Jason Reitman being your director, you. He's he's a well-known a commodity in the indie environment that he can pull these people being like, hey, do you want to be in Ghostbusters? Do you want to be in, like and, and, and I'll use the reverse of the Paul Feig effect when Paul Feig said, I know who I wanted. I know the four I, I knew off the bat who the four girls were going to be. I think you could do that. Ivan Reitman could go up to anybody being like, hey, I want you to read for this part. I want you to be in this. The cast list that I see going around is a lot of the kids from it in Stranger Things. Like Millie Bobby, because they want like teenagers. They want. So they're gonna have Finn Wolfhart as a new Ghostbuster. Basically, they had like thirty six. They had a lot of people from it. They had a lot of people from like Black Mirror. They had some people from uh, Stranger. The whole Stranger Things cast was there. The whole it cast was there. Like, so mm. we'll see. Like I said, I figure you're we're gonna have a cast. In a, in I a, think an the act- teenage girl from it is probably a better fit, just because I think she's looks older she can pass as like an older teenager. Um, and I like Millie and- Bobby Brown, but she literally plays the same character in every movies. We'll find out in Godzilla, but I've always seen her now and everything screaming while covering her head. So 
I, I have yeah. one, <laughs> one casting suggestion for you. Chris Hemsworth. No. Oh. All day. He was already <laughs> he, in one. He was a no. bright spot in that movie, though. He was. True. Yes. I, I, that. Also, the... not as the main character, but I kind of want, because they, they have to have someone who pushes against the Ghostbusters, like, you're a fucking bullshit, all that kind of stuff. I kind of want Paul Giamatti to take that role. I kind of want Paul Giamatti to be somewhere in Ghostbusters, given the Ghostbusters shit, even if the new generation or something. Well, and then I'll follow up with this question. Then, and and now my my questions will be done for the new movie. Is who do you want to return from the original movies? Everyone. They're Rick Mirandas. I miss Miss Rick Mirandas. Yeah. Yeah. But like, do you want Sigourney um, Weaver? Do you want? I wouldn't I want. Sig- I, I want Sigourney. Rick Rick Mirandas. Rick Murray, you want Rick Murray back? <laughs> Rick Mirandas. <laughs> I want all of the Bill Murray's family to be there. Even the ones that, uh, what's that guy? I forget his name. The Murray that, uh, slurs his words in all the Adam Sandler films. Um, ah, oh, God, what's his name? You guys remember in Joe uh-huh. Dirt, there was like a guy who said, like, Home and where you make it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you still like to see homos naked? Home and where you make it. Damn, boy. <laughs> it's like that guy. I like him. Somewhere, same character, just to be somewhere. <laughs> I, I I would love it if, uh, well, I know we all would, but uh, you know, just the the original four, you know, and, and <coughs> along with Rick, so five. Um, um but uh, you can't see you the, can't original do the original four. four. <laughs> well, I, no, I'm sorry. Well, okay, here's my here's my thought. What There's if, only two movies in one game. Okay, that's uh, it. What if? They brought him back as a ghost, and he's voiced by no. the vo- voice actor from the cartoon. No. <laughs> just, just, as, just as like a. You still barely got a word no. out. No. 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 I, I think, I think for Egon, and Egon's my favorite character, um, in the series. I think you just gotta let him. You gotta explain why he's not there. And you got to do it. You got to do it ways that could be the catalyst of why they don't exist anymore. Like Egon, Egon died doing this because of X reasons. So they just like, it's too dangerous. We lost somebody. We hate, we hung all our pack, packs up and we shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get Eddie Murphy as the you. Beverly Hills cop? So we can get a sequel <laughs> to that in the charity universe. <laughs> it was so close to it being Eddie Murphy. It was so close. Yeah. It was also so close to John Candy being um, Rick Moranis' character. Yeah. That's how you make new voices for cartoons. If you do a really bad impression, it's just a cartoon character. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I think everybody's looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. Like I said, yeah. I think we'll know more in June, and I think we'll have, hopefully we'll have an actual release date in June. You excited uh, for the new prospect of Lego sets? Yeah, my firehouse is gorgeous. I love it. <laughs> you got a big ass firehouse. What for Christmas, right? Uh, no, so it was actually my birthday present, and uh, oh, nice. my my wife went above and beyond with my birthday this year. Um, she got me. So I told her uh, a couple times growing well, when I moved a b- bunch of times, and during my moving, I lost a lot of my toys. A lot of my childhood stuff has been missing, thrown away, whatever. So I told her that one day, just being like, "Hey, this is what's going on." Um, you know, and so she went out of her way and bought, got me all the Animaniacs Happy Meal toys, like a whole set of them. She got me those. She got me a set of Beetlejuice toys. She got me an Egon Kenner figure. 
Uh, so she got me a lot of toys and, and she wrote me a wonderful, wonderful note that basically is like, you know, I know you've told me and I'm, I'm par- paraphrasing basically like, I know you didn't have a lot of childhood, so this is what I could do to help, you know, make that better. Uh, so God I thought that damn. right. Like rip out my heart and show it to me because she's, <laughs> she, she's amazing. Um, so listen but, up. So, ladies, if you really want to get to a man's heart, just rip it out. Dick. But like big shit ton of Legos. But like she got me, she got me this Ghostbusters (gasps) too. Like nothing is done in it either. Like it's perfectly clean. Oh, nice. Wow, I remember that one too. (laughs) So you know, and and she and and she got me the stuff, and basically was just like, "This is I got the stuff for you because of this." And so the firehouse is actually from my mom and Jen. Um, that was kind of a, a joint gift. Um, and I put it together in a week, uh, a little over a week. And uh, it's just, it's awesome. I, it's If you guys got 350 bucks hanging around, go for it. Like all because, of us do. Well, because um, I, the Lego guy I talked to is a Lego store up here in Albany now. They basically kind of confirmed that whatever they have left in stock is that's their stock and then they're not making any more. Wow. So. I'm just imagining like you walk out of the room and your wife comes back in and you're a foot away from the TV with a bowl of cereal up to your chest watching all these cartoons and shit. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, and the the other thing is she got me the complete set of um, the Beetlejuice Happy Meal toys from the animated series. She got me the whole complete set of those. Um, So that was actually cool. That is so obscure and amazing. I can only imagine (laughs) that weird... I can't. Was it on purpose, or did she look around eBay and be like, "Oh, that's cool"? No, um, Leo and Yo-Yo can confirm what jacket did I come out at my wedding? Beetlejuice. No, I, yeah. I just meant like specifically, like the toys. Like that's cool. Like right. yeah, and, and, and the, <laughs> like what kind of voodoo did she she do and, to create? Who do the voodoo? And they're and they're double sided. They're double sided, so because you know the animated series, you had a character, and on the other side of it was Beetlejuice in some other form, like and so like you could have a double side. I'll when the show's over, I'll go show it to you. And show it to you. <laughs> well, uh, speaking about that, we should wrap things up. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the little discussion we had for uh, the new Spider-Man trailer and Ghostbusters, and uh, we urge you definitely to go check out Sour Grapes Comics from our buddy Tim here. Uh, it's great. Yeah, uh, this week's uh, actually uh, I don't think this is I think this is last week's comic. Uh, so uh, you have uh, Aesop and I forgot the girl's name. Uh, she's saying Constance. What's that? Well, Constance. Constance. So Constance says, uh, Aesop, do you think these pants make me look fat? Be honest. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? That's a cop out. I deserve an honest answer. Okay, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> so, 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 Tim. The real question is, when are you going to get Leo into a comic? <laughs> oh, please! <don't. laughs> Probably when he wants a comic to tank. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's funny because I did a um, exclusive sour grapes uh, co- uh, strip. Well, it was a Sunday size of the Angry Geek Show people. I don't know if you saw that. I did. So my mind's twirling now. I should do one of you guys. That would be that'd be awesome. Aesop meets the dork in for how you draw. (laughs) (laughs) You just gave me a flashback because I used to teach kids how to draw and like I used to teach a summer camp of kids of how to draw comics and stuff like that. 
And then um, I was trying to think about like something you could draw, just something of reference in the room. I said, okay, how about everyone draw me? And in unison, all these kids did this. <laughs> it took, they drew a circle that took up the entire page. Like, I hope that's my face. <laughs> wow. Uh, so but, I gave um, Leo a couple of links that still going to happen. I'm up at that uh, Northeast Comic Con and Collectibles Extravaganza in Foxborough, March 15th to the 17th, um, as a guest artist. So I didn't realize they put me in there under media and under artists, which is kind of cool. But that's awesome. Um, and I'm excited again because Guy Gilchrist is going to be there again. So that's awesome. I'm psyched, yeah, I'm psyched to be up there with him. So, well, uh, it, yeah. what we urge you to do is definitely check out the show notes. I'll put a link to uh, uh, Tim and uh, the Northeast Comic Con there. Uh, link to where you can read the latest issues or uh, uh, clips of uh, Sour Grapes comics. Strips, strips, strips. Thank strips. You. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, Tim, where do you like people following you? <sighs> Um, let's see. Facebook, uh, uh, slash Sour Grapes Comic. Uh, you can go on Twitter, uh, Sour Grapes Comic. Uh, Instagram is, um, Sour Grapes 2017. And then there's my website, SourGrapesComic.com. So. And, uh, we'll make sure we got all those in the, uh, in the show notes there. Alex. You can follow me at pure underscore Alex Hoy and all that's following along with that. Search up my name. Try to look for Art of Alex Hoy on Facebook and uh, look forward to more artwork I'm going to post up, especially coming up this year. I have a comic that I've been working on for a long time that I'm excited to show all of you. Awesome. And Alex is a very talented artist, folks. Oh, stop. I, I mean <laughs> that from the bottom of my heart. Oh, he barely makes reference to it, but I'm glad I'm in there. <laughs> you are. You're in mine too, and he's a fantastic. I love his artwork, and I love how his endearing his comics are. Really, if it's great, I truly love uh, Sorry Grapes. Oh, and, thank. Yeah, it's really neat. I don't really hear people reading my comic strip out loud. That was really cool. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't mind if we would make it a segment because I kind of had fun. Whatever deliver he does, it's going to come out great. Basically, <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah, you can start it with "Once Upon a Time." Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll do that. Uh, yo, yo. Um, you can find me at Boy Meets Phone and Yo Saint Laurent on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And of course, you can find me usually putzing around here. Putzing around. Uh, you can find me on the tweets and the Instagrams at Long Time Storm, uh, as well as you can find me here whenever Leo decides to have me on. Kidding, Leo. Uh, no, every uh, every episode here on our tractor logo edition of Dorks Are Us. Um, you got to see the new one. I, I, I only showed it to uh, Tim and Alex so far. So it's uh, – yep. yeah, I, 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 We're I, in the exclusive club, loser. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, well, the thing was, okay, the tractor one, uh, I, I'm working on our new logo, and I made the mistake of uh, putting it in a logo design form and a uh, uh, also on Facebook. I got tons of feedback, and I'm like, 
Okay, I'm just going to make a logo culminating a lot of the feedback, and it came back just absolutely horrendous. Put, put I know. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I would, this is. I would take the feedback and throw it back at them now. Put a tractor in it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm almost positive. Our, this is like our fifth or sixth show, and somehow we still don't have a logo. Isn't that like podcasting 101 is, you know. Well, we, we, sure we, have... we can change the episode. All right. We should just stop now. There's no point of going on. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Uh, see you never smell you later <laughs> losers okay so james did you say where people can follow you yeah at long time storm yeah. uh for the tweets and instagrams as well as uh you can follow me uh what else, what's my multiple ghostbuster groups now as i am working both with the new york city ghostbusters and the massachusetts ghostbusters so check them both out respectively um and um also here on the dork yeah tw- twitter handles long time storm yep were you going through your goth phase when you came that up? No. Uh, funny story about my uh, longtime storm was when I first got the first Xbox, Xbox Uno. Um, it's Spanish for one. Um, oh. I, yeah. Everybody figured? Um, I I just did a random create your own Xbox name, and that popped up as available one, and I've had it ever since. So that's both my PlayStation. Uh, my oh, PlayStation. my God. Who comes up with these name generators? I'm sure they got like a shitty, like, they probably propped their bed on shitty poems that they wrote in books in high school about girls that rejected them. Hey, so, hey, a name generator is why we have Childish Gambino. Basically. And Pumpkin that Escobar. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> What's your porn star name, by the way? <laughs> it's Long your first time. pet name of your street, right? Is that so, it? So, so I'm Gust first. I guess mine would be Shamrock. I guess mine would be Shamrock Russell. Okay, so that how, sounds like that, that sounds like a private eye name. <laughs> okay, so how do you Shamrock uh, Russell? It would be called. It would be called. It would be Shamrock Russell, private eye. <laughs> so how's it? Do, 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 do you have a bowler cap too? Like you know, uh, only for the ladies, laddie. Okay, uh, Tim, what's your porn name? <laughs> uh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> uh, he just lifts up his hoodie. He's got like a rip. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what's up, guys? Okay, First so, name so... of your pet and the street you grew up on. What is it? It's the first name of your pet and the street you grew up on. Uh, Ezra Phillips. <laughs> what would it be? Ezra Phillips. Ezra Phillips? Ezra Miller, what? I grew up on Phillips Street, and my dog's name is Ezra. That sounds legit. Ezra Phillips. Uh, First pet or just any pet? I think, well, whatever sounds funnier, I guess, if you really want to choose. Um, You're you're committing your life to, you know, sex work. You're going to want to have to stick with a good name, don't you? Phillips Screwdriver. There we go. Uh, (laughs) Muffin Velgoose. Fucking what? What now? Muffin Velgoose. My first dog's name was Muffin. Muffin. Oh, that's going to go after a very specific audience there. (laughs) Yo, yo. Um, Smoky Rosewood. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's perfect. Uh, well, uh. this concludes another episode of Dorks Are Us. We want to thank you for watching. My name is Leo Pond. Just Google me. You'll find a bunch of stuff. It's Most of it's true. Maybe not. Uh, but make sure Look you – Look us up on many vids and 
<laughs> we're, we're clips for sale for all our camp vids. <laughs> Check out the rest of the shows on our network, The Dorkening, our flagship show, and Wicked Horror Show, and then Dorks are Us. Here we go. Uh, with that, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Later. Bye, everybody. As I wave to nobody. Nobody. <laughs> flagship? It's a flagship. Easy there, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs>